welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Hey, baby, we are back. We're back with another Market Rundown Podcast. How are we? Are we all lit? Please tell me if you're not good lit. Now, <laughs> happy week ahead, guys. Um, I hope last week uh, treated you well. As I always say, if it didn't, it doesn't matter. Um, on to the next week. Learn those lessons and let's keep going and growing. Hey, <laughs> I love uh, Sundays. Obviously, by the time you're probably listening to this podcast, it's Monday morning um, or wherever you are in this beautiful world, um, you're making your way over to work or you're making your way over to your trading terminal or you're actually at your trading terminal right now listening to my dulcet tones. By the way, as an update, finally, 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 guys, we have got a new bloke ready for you. Um, he will be, by the time... Yeah, this time next week, it'd be me and himself on the podcast. And we'll uh, obviously do a full introduction prior to that. Really excited to have him on board. Um, a lot of value, a lot of knowledge um, as well. He obviously brings um, a slightly different take on things in comparison to myself, but that level of knowledge right up there um, on the trading front, obviously educational, uh, macro, technical, all angles covered essentially, which is key. You know, which is key in obviously helping the development of you guys as well. You know, at the end of the day, there's no point just listening to a podcast without actually being able to take away some value and help you on your own trading journey. So really excited. Finally got there. And it gives me a break, basically, you know, do these podcasts on your own, talking to yourself. Uh, well, not, you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it can be exhausting. So I'm, I'm looking forward to finally having an, a, a conversation uh, with somebody yet again on, on the podcast. Anyway. Today's a beautiful day. It's Sunday here and the sun is shining. Like I'm looking out of my uh, office window, beautiful, clear skies, giving you a full uh, rundown of the weather here. Um, it's chilly, but it's crispy and it's lovely. Okay. Nice greens, scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Great for mindset. I don't know about you guys, but I love it uh, on a Sunday because, you know, markets are closed, but <clears throat> We haven't got the madness of, you know, seeing all the, obviously the candles, everything moving, the news, blah, blah. We just sit back, you know, at, at our desks, our terminals, wherever you're trading and, you know, digest what's going on. Sip the coffee, um, read the news, listen to Ken, <laughs> check out obviously how we sort of the, the weekly charts, the monthly charts. Look, we've got monthly. We're about to close for the month next two days. Can you believe that? You know, we've got two days left of this month. Um, and obviously February has been, Pretty volatile when you look at it. Um, February's been a month for the dollar. You know, the dollar has really staged that rebound. And, you know, I, I called it, man. And I called it. Those buckers, you think you, know, you think fundamentals aren't important. Get out of here. Get out. Turn off this podcast and get out. <laughs> because the reason the dollar has staged the rebound is fundamentals, guys. You know, it's it's come back into play. The, the narrative of the FMC. The FMC narrative hasn't disappeared. It's just changed again. Because when you look at the dollar, let's sort of share my screen. We'll, we'll talk, we'll just break it down. Obviously, it doesn't matter if you're not, if you can't see what I'm talking about, but it's just, uh, look, when you look at the dollar here, all of this, like if we go all the way back, all the way, and I called this previously, you can go scroll through my Instagram, scroll through it now and go back to all the way. Look, I've still got to go all the way down. June, 2021. Okay. I remember I was at my desk uh, with my setup when I was in, was in, the, uh, in Dubai at the time. And I called it, I said, dollar balls, here we come. And there were some buggers. You come, come here, make yourselves known. 
There were some buggers in the comments. Right? Someone even went to the lengths of direct messaging me and abusing me. It's like, oh, you're misinforming people about the, the, the dollar balls, blah, blah. You're talking nonsense. Well, stuff you, mother beep, because look at the dollar. Look at what it did. <laughs> and, you know, you can't say that I'm misinforming people. I'm just giving my opinion. I'm not telling you to go and take a position on dollar long. I'm not telling you to take a position on dollar short, whatever the case may be. I'm just giving my view, my 13 years that I've been in the market, my 13 years of, you know, practicing reading fundamentals, you know, my 13 years of trading. Take it as per you wish. I don't give a shit what you think. I'm just giving my opinion. You don't have to use it. Okay, basically. So uh, anyway, that guy, <laughs> so we had a big dollar strength. Now, as, as I remember, getting back to the point, obviously, I, you know you know me, I do drift off on my large tangents. Getting back to the point, back in sort of May, June, 2021, we started seeing a huge amount of upside for the FMC. Okay, for the dollar, excuse me. And that became because of the massive shift in momentum with the FOMC in their language. Because remember we had through sort of COVID times, it was all about pumping the money with uh, the, the economy of markets, a lot of QE, interest rates low. So the dollar was, you know, we had some weakness in the dollar because the FOMC were one of the major central banks really going in with their QE. They're pumping a shitload of money into the economy. People are grabbing out of with hands, you know, this cheap borrowing, you know, you could borrow for nothing, you know, essentially low, no rates, 0%, you know? Um, so obviously, yeah. And then eventually the FOMC started talking about raising rates. Look, we're going to look at raising rates in, in the coming. Da, da, da. So dollars have started to price that in strengthening, strengthening, strengthening. You can see obviously largely trending to the upside from May, June, sort of 2021, right up until where we peaked in September. Okay. And then we started sort of consolidating a little bit. And then ultimately in November, we started selling. Reason we started selling was because CPI was lower. Okay. We started seeing a slowdown of US inflation. I remember if we're seeing a slowdown of US inflation, it means the FOMC do not need to be as aggressive in terms of raising interest rates. So they started to cool down their language as well. And their aggressiveness um, with rates because they were hiking on average by 75 basis points, you know, 15 and 75. And now it's back down to 25, but okay. And now the dollar balls have come back into play. Why? Because inflation's still hovering. You know, we saw core PCE on Friday. Uh, was it Friday or was it Thursday? Let me just um, double check here. Um, I believe it was on, anyway, it doesn't matter. PCE, core PCE, and bear in mind, this is an inflationary reading, but it's the Fed's preferred measurement of inflation. This coming in last week, uh, let's just bring up the numbers here. Yeah, it was on Friday, 0.6%. Expectation was 0.4. Previous was 0.4. So the fact that the Fed's preferred measurement of inflation is still sticky and it's still higher, this time higher than expected, higher than the previous, it means the FOMC got to continue to raise rates. Okay. We've seen data continues to be resilient. <clears throat> look here, okay? Forget the prelim GDP is nonsense, okay? But look, unemployment claims. Unemployment claims. The amount of people claiming unemployment dropping again. Only 192,000 people claiming unemployment. Expectation was that for that to be 200K, previous 195. So the fact that the labor market still remains resilient Less people claiming unemployment benefits. This is great. The economy can withstand more interest rate hikes. So dollar strength. 
Let's see early in the week. I was wondering if we had any other data from the US. Uh, obviously, the FOMC minutes again um, sticks by the recent narrative. FOMC members still wanted to see uh, hikes, essentially. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice. At Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. Manufacturing and services PMIs from the US on Tuesday. Look at those numbers. You know, the service is 50.5, beating expectations of 47.3 and the previous of 46.8. Manufacturing PMI, 47.8. Expected was 47.4. Previous, 46.9. Good data there from the United States of America. So the economy is resilient. We continue to buy that freaking dollar dip. Any period of consolidation, we buy. I said it here. Look at this a couple of weeks ago. This consolidation here, we're above this... Resistance here by the dollar index. Pull it up on your chart if you're not looking. That resistance there was formerly at 102.90. We made ourselves comfortable. Now, bitch, you're now our support. Okay, support, support, support. Consolidate. We form that base. I said we're going to form that base. We produced a flag and we broke out. And then look at now. Look at here on the daily. You see there's a bit of an inverse head and shoulders. The left shoulder forming between sort of early December right up until January, right? That one month period from the 5th to the 5th. And then we started forming the head from the 6th of January right up to, you know, the 16th of Feb. And then there's your right shoulder there from the 16th of Feb to the 23rd. We broke out there, as you can see on Friday, that neckline, nice explosive breakout. Okay, inverse head and shoulders. I, I was calling this to our, in, in the two blocks trade nap, in the premium community, it works quite nicely for our Euro shorts. We, we put out nice positions across the board, like Euro shorts, Aussie dollar, NZD, Beautiful. Aussie dollar down 82 pips on Friday. Ends a deep down 65 pips. Euro down 50 pips. GU down 70 pips. Man, there were some beautiful pickings. Some beautiful trades up for grabs there. As I say, we do push out. Obviously, I push out analysis daily through the Two Blokes Trade app. So if you're not part of that Two Blokes Trade app, just download it, man. Download it. It's, it's available on both Google and, uh, and Apple uh, <laughs> Play stores. Get involved. And then obviously we've got the premium side of community where we're pushing out more in-depth analysis, trade ideas, trade alerts going out. It's a no-brainer, really. You can get involved. Um, you can really get involved in, and join like-minded traders um, and obviously join discussion myself. And obviously, oh, new bloke getting involved now, um, coming. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Um, to be honest, it is all about dollar. And, and, and as I say, I don't see a sign of, of, of any slowdown. We're getting a bullish engulfing here. Uh, you know, a nice big bullish candlestick after one, two, three, four consecutive months of selling there for the greenback. Uh, I don't think I'm sharing my screen. Let me share it again. So you can see there, big bullish candlestick there, February. The best monthly performance that we've seen, obviously, the well, the, the, the positive closure that we've seen anyway since September 2022. Can you believe that? Four straight months of selling for the greenback. And obviously now it's coming back with a vengeance, with absolute a vengeance. Um, one thing, what else did I want to talk about this week? Uh, to be honest, that's that's been the major talker point. I just want to pull up the calendar uh, for next week and see, obviously, what we've got going on. Um, just share the screen again. Just pull it up. Calendar here. We'll talk about some of the talking points. All right. Do you know what? I'm going to... Let's take a look at indices, actually, before I 
I go over this. We'll talk about indices because uh, I've been getting a few questions in the indices. People are like, oh, Ken, why is why are indices going down right now? Um, you know, is this is this the are we back in a bear market? Let, let's just quickly talk about it. So you've seen there's a lot of red um, at the moment. So let me sort of share. I'll share my screen and we'll go over this again. All right. So right now, equities just just uh, if anyone just listening anyway, equities are coming under some pressure uh, because obviously the narrative of the FOMC, right? FOMC is set to be raising interest rates. What does that mean for indices? It means borrowing costs are going to be going up still. You know, they're still going up. They, they were relieved because at one point it looked like we're going to obviously enter in a bull market again with indices. They're relieved because it looked like the FOMC were going to be sort of pausing with rate rises, but they're not. So when we're raising interest rates, it's not it's a negative for stocks because we're raising costs, you know, business costs, you know, businesses have business loans, you know, outstanding, you know, essentially just loans are borrowing from the bank. So their costs go up when interest rate rises. So it's a negative for stocks. So if you look across the board, really look Dow Jones in a red for the month so far, February, uh, NASDAQ in a red. Uh, UK FTSE has been in the green. I'll, I'll get onto that in a moment. And then SPX. I'm just looking at the US one. So it's been in the red um, and we are sort of under a little bit of pressure. We're at key areas across the board, really. If you look here, uh, there for the for the Dow Jones, if you look there for NASDAQ, you look key areas across the board, actually. And then the SPX, um, we're at key levels right now, but we are expected to continue to pull back just on this narrative of the FMC not slowing down and just still need to remain aggressive with interest rate rises. All right, so that's why um we're pulling back by the way for anyone that trades footsie footsie we've we've actually enjoyed some nice longs i did talk about this for a while reason being um uk economic data has been great um there were signs that the bank of england would be slowing down with interest rate rises because inflation has been cooling they said it previously at a previous rate decision that uh, inflation's had a turning point um we've obviously come in some we've run into massive uh selling some profit taking at that psychological eight came up but look at the footsie if you bring it up guys on your own charts on a monthly bed this big bull flag we broke out of that in november and then we sort of retested that in december and then we've since accelerated There's, there were a number of confluences for taking longs here and then we had a, another flag here on the weekly as part of that breakout in uh december <laughs> and then look as well on a daily, there's another opportunity to take some longs here, which we did um, run into psychological 8K mark, which I had targeted there, which was nice. And now we're just sort of pulling back and profit taking. But we, we are at record highs for the FTSE. And bear in mind, the UK economy is one of the worst performing out of the major economies, you know, but there the equities are rallying. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> let's take a look at the calendar, see what's going on for this week. Oh, my goodness. We're, we're going to be in March, man. Scary stuff. Uh, so we've got the BOJ's governor. I'm just jumping straight to core data, uh, actually uh, key data, but look, keep an eye on Monday anyway. We've got durable goods data and pending home sales. Worth worth keeping an eye on just because the focus of uh, economic resilience from the United States. So keep those data's uh, points in your head. Tuesday, we've got the Bank of Japan governor de uh, designate Yurida, uh, so incoming BOJ governor. He actually spoke on Friday and his... Bear in mind, he's a hawk, but he said uh, BOJ loose monetary policy remains appropriate for now, which was quite surprising. I thought he might start saying, look, we're going to be looking at uh, exiting this, you know, this this current uh, loose dovish monetary policy, essentially. But for now, he remains dovish. But keep an eye, because at some point he's going to turn. He's going to change the current uh, economic, uh, excuse me, economic, the current monetary policy uh, stance for the Bank of Japan, which will invite big strength of DJPY. Mark my words, if Mark him. Thou words. Canadian GDP, keep an eye on that. 
US consumer confidence, again, big one. Aussie CPI expected to call. If that does call, then it's going to invite AUD weakness because uh, the, AU, uh, the RBA at some point will want to start uh, pausing interest rate rises. BOE's Governor Bailey, important for GBP, US manufacturing, PMI, ISM. Okay, this is important. Thursday for Euro, we've got CPI flash estimates. Inflation's expected to call in the Eurozone. If it does, Euro itself has been under some selling pressure. And we've capitalized on that, as I say, in a two-bloke train app, in our premium community. Um, you know, if that does come in cooler, then expect Euro weakness. Look at Euro here. We are ranging from the 7th of Feb right until you know, the 20th, okay? And we formed like this narrowing pennant. You can mark up the trend line yourself, look, pennant, pennant. And then we had a breakout range and really capitalized there. It took about 150 pips. Um, we have a couple of trades hitting target there. Still got another uh, runner there for, for Euro dollar. But, you know, there's a key area here. You can see it if you look along the dotted line, key support around that sort of 105.50 towards 105.00. If that gives way, then another sort of 100, 150 pip drop will be seen. Now, obviously that could tie in with this week, with US, excuse me, uh, Eurozone CPI. Um, markets are expecting 50, 50 uh, no, so the ECB are gearing the markets up for a 50 basis point hike at the next rate decision. Okay, the next rate decision will be, okay, it's next week. It's gonna be not this coming week, it'll be next week, second week of March. But the markets want 75 basis points. If the ECB only raised by 50 basis points, Euro's gonna heavily sell off. And it, bear in mind, it will sell off this Thursday, if that CPI is lower. And that's it, really. And then we'll keep an eye on uh, ISM services PMI on Friday from the US. So that's everything, really, guys. So, you know, next week, as I say, it won't just be me. We'll have a, another guy on the podcast. Woohoo! Other than that, have an amazing week. Stay late, stay blessed. Let's get it. Skrr!